This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 192nd episode of Talk Direction. And today we are doing a song discussion on Niall's latest single, Nice to Meet Ya, which is a song that we love. So we're very excited to do this episode. Whoop, whoop. Um, it is, it's currently uh, Sunday, um, October 13th. So... We have Niall's song out, we have Harry's new song out, which we're going to be talking about next week, uh, and we have some Louis news, so there's just a lot going on. It's a very exciting mm-hmm. time. Um, we had sure to, to make tr- some big executive decisions <laughs> as to what song yes. to discuss, because originally <laughs> we had planned to discuss Night to Me- Nice to Meet You, which we were supposed to discuss like days and days ago, but <laughs> uh-huh. we, uh, we always push back recordings. Um, yes. But we decided to stick with that, even though we got the Harry song. So this is a very Nile episode, but anyone who is a Harry fan, i.e. me and Lucia, don't worry. Because that one's coming. It is. Very soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, make sure to check out our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash talk direction. We do TDDL over there, which is a 30-minute uh, bonus episode that we record at the end of every main episode. And last week, our TDDL was uh, our fanfic book club, where we read a fic together and discuss it. And we're actually doing a very long fic right now, so we're reading it in little chunks. Um, and we did the second part of that last week. And this week on TDDL, we're going to be talking about uh, some fall things and having some fall feelings because um it's october and me and caitlin love the we, we love autumn <laughs> yes <laughs> we love fall. if you're new if you're a new listener you should definitely go back and listen to other october episodes and tddls because they've been really good in the past and it would really get you in the fall themed the fall theme yeah yeah we definitely like to do um, fun episodes around this season. Mm-hmm. So before we get into uh, the main discussion, um, we wanted to talk briefly about the fact that we uh, got Louis' album title in a really weird what? way. <laughs> so um, the album title is called Walls. Ooh. Um. So this is via an Australian magazine. I think it's Stellar Mag. And uh, was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was the day before. Um, I don't know. Everything's a blur these days. (laughs) Yeah. So we randomly got these um, clips on Twitter. And um, not clips. uh, What word am I thinking of? Quotes. (laughs) Quotes. (laughs) We randomly got these quotes on Twitter from this magazine. Um, and one of them um, was announcing the album title, 
which is walls. And it was very confusing because people were like, wait, is this, did this leak? Uh, but it didn't. Like the magazine came out and it had that information in it. We've still gotten nothing from Louis or his team. So it's very confusing. Like, was this supposed to happen? Was it not supposed to happen? I feel like it wasn't a good idea, regardless of what the reasoning was. I really feel like it wasn't on purpose because I maybe the magazine like got he told the magazine the album title or something, but they weren't supposed to release it like that. Like or I I don't know. Or yeah. he was going to release the title before the magazine got released or something. But this just seems I would never think an artist would want some magazine to randomly put out quotes. Right. Of the album title. It just is yeah. very odd. Like, I think an album title, especially because he was so, like, mysterious about it. It's such a precious thing. Like, you want to release it on your own terms. So this seems really odd. Yeah. I know. It makes me sad. Because I feel like he, he probably definitely didn't want it to come out this yeah. way. Uh, it's, like, yeah, a really weird way to have it released. Um, it's always weird that when that stuff happens, too, because it's, like, is no one from that magazine, like, paying attention to the fact that right. that title hasn't been released yet? Right. Or, um, like, when, what's his name? Elvis Duran released Harry's something or other. Like, said, announced um, that Harry's song was coming out. Like, oh, how yeah. can they be any more clear? Like, it's probably so obvious right oh i don't know people need to pay more attention to things i just it's like the artist wants to have control over that this is what they've been leading up to for years and Mm -hmm. then to spoil it jeez i know and then we haven't heard anything any response from louis so i don't know if the tactic is like kind of pretend it didn't happen and then you can Mm -hmm. still do your announcement um, right. Or if they're just like not ready to announce it yet. So they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. Like we're not prepared yet to like do whatever rollout we want to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's or it's weird. just not accurate. But I don't think that because he's got a, a song registered called Walls. And it's very mm-hmm. common to name a title of an album after a song. Right. And he said it yeah. was one word. And it seems like a very Louis yeah. album title. Yeah. So... As disappointing as it is the way it was released, it is exciting yes. to get the title. And I think it's a really good title. It, like, fits Louis perfectly. And it very much is, like, an like an indie rock-type album title. Yes. I totally agree. I immediately thought, like, Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's really good. And I imagine, like, it fits well. Like, you think of walls and, like, putting your walls up and just with everything he's been through like putting them up taking them down i don't know Mm -hmm. different things there's a lot of imagery that i'm already thinking of yeah me too um yeah we also got a couple more quotes from the magazine and there's one more i wanted to read but it's a bit of a spoiler so actually maybe you don't want to hear it it's about one of the songs oh i saw it okay (laughs) because we kind of talked about this song and predicted this um I mean, a lot of people are talking about this being the meaning of the song. Um, So this is the quote from Louis. It's a song I wrote about two and a half years ago. And lyrically, it was kind of written as being a bit of a message between me and the fans that we made it together. So this is him about his song called We Made It. Um, So we had gotten this song title a while back and we had kind of speculated that that's what we thought the song was. 
Um, Mm -hmm. I remember when I heard this title, I immediately thought like, oh, it's got to be about about Louis and us. (laughs) Oh, and it is. Yeah. And it's probably one of those songs that can be like, it could be about a relationship. It could be about the fans. It could be about, you know, his family and making it through tough times. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be, like, emotion-driven where, like, any experience you have where you, like, got through something difficult, it'll be really relatable. Yeah, definitely. And there's one more quote I wanted to read. Uh, he says, What makes me laugh is that they're not mad on change, the fans. Whenever I start doing anything new, they just ask for the old sh back. But listen, here's one fact. I'll never be seen in red trousers again. I'll never effing wear a headband again. If I'm on holiday, I might try to look hard, so I'll probably wear sleeveless tops again. But I'm not going anywhere near them braces. Absolutely no chance. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. I wish I could hear that, like, in his voice. (laughs) It would have sounded so good. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I mean, I I, I kind of disagree with so. this. I guess I know a lot of fans don't like change, but I'm all I don't care. I just want the boys to do what they want. I feel like I kind of disagree with this because I know a lot of fans do like the same type of stuff, but I like things to change and I like the boys doing different solo stuff and experimenting with different genres. Because mm-hmm. so far, I don't think any of the change that we've seen has been bad. I think it's all been really positive. Um, So I kind of trust the boys to, like, give me good content, I guess. Like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, we have to go back. Like, you know, I'm a solo stan more than I am a get one D back together stan. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree about the, like, music and artistic changes. I think they've all been Mm -hmm. really good. Um, Yeah. I guess the like fashion stuff i don't know i mean i i don't wish that louis would go back to how he used to dress as a teenager or anything um but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but but he'd look good in braces yeah (laughs) so um yeah i haven't read this whole article yet uh, because i couldn't find a place where it was like all available to read. I just was reading the kind of quotes on Twitter. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll be obviously looking out for when Louis is going to do the announcement, the official announcement of the album title. Um, and then we'll talk about it a little bit more when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and people said it's coming out January 2020. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I have a hard time believing that like i won't believe it fully I know. until i hear it directly from louis i know but isn't the album done didn't he say it's done yes so and then he said but touring so is mid year next year i know i'm not convinced niles isn't coming out this fall at some point i think he was lying well niles next year niles said in one of the interviews for nice to meet ya that he's planning to have the album out February, March. That's dumb. (laughs) Although, I guess if we're getting a Harry album in the next month, I'll be glad to spread out some of the other albums. That's the positive of this. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I know I'm getting a little worried about tours happening. 
at the same time. About what? Or too close. Oh, tours, yeah. About tours happening too close together. I mean, I think they're all going to be touring next year. No matter if, like, Harry's album coming out in the next month, Louis coming out in January, and Niall's coming out in February, March. That's all tours starting, like, in June. So (laughs) I think that's what's happening. And Liam's album is also coming out. So I just hope that the tour dates don't actually fall where you won't be able to see all of the boys like they're on the same weekend in different locations like in the same area or like close enough that you wouldn't be able to get to another one or something like that yeah can you imagine if like they were both like two of them were in your city at the same the same night and you had to choose that would be so stressful i mean i think i know who i would choose but i guess it's not a sophie's choice between (laughs) i mean between louis and niall it would be hard yeah that would i guess it'll it'd be based on what album i'm enjoying more but it would just be really difficult anyway Mm -hmm. to have them all it would be great if like you get to go to a concert like every month and a half (laughs) and it's like spread out like (laughs) where you've got them you know all nice and spread out and you have something to look for because mm-hmm. a month and a half is not that long of a time to wait for the next concert so yeah that's true that would be cool but it's going to be a lot of money all at once yeah thank god the um uh lights up merch is ugly saving us some money oh my god wait can we talk about this for a second what the yes. heck is that about harry I really don't know. puts out really good merch and i'm so shocked and confused by this i'm so it's, it looks like it's like a temp like a template like something that's gonna you know when they give like an yeah. ugly thing and it's like real one coming soon like right. i'll have confusing. to see what the actual ones look like but my god they're so ugly yeah and people bought like he, them all and he sold need, out. i know all they needed to do was write like do you know who you are like i don't know on the front Mm-hmm. that's all they needed to do or like something like lights up like it's basic like it didn't need to be incredible even though like that's highly appreciated but what they did was actually just bad yeah for anyone who doesn't know the shirt says lights up the new single by harry styles and i guess and maybe just, it's like, supposed centered. to be some sort of like cheeky thing but it's not even formatted very nicely it's like, not I don't it's really very know. bizarre and the back looks a weird. Mystery. Yeah. Yeah. It's very it's odd. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they see the comments that people have said and like they're upping their game yeah. because I can't yeah. imagine Harry was like, yep, this is good. Like, I guess he did approve it because he would have had oversight, but man. Right. I'm not really yeah. sure. Yeah. Very strange. What happened? Because you look at the rest of his, um, like, creative stuff and how artistic he is about it um, uh-huh. so it doesn't make sense that he would put something out like that the only thing I can think right. is like someone on his team was like okay there's a new song out like let's like get some merch out so we can get like money on this and then it like didn't go by him or something <laughs> or it didn't yeah, like it was like the day attention. before and they were like wait we should have merch we forgot about uh-huh. this <laughs> like, which just I can't I just can't <laughs> yeah <sighs> Man. All right, so let's get into the main discussion. Um, and I also just want to note here, we've had some connection problems this morning. Uh, so 
if there's like parts of the episode that are weird, it's because of that. <laughs> um, I've moved location, so I think it's going to be better now. But uh, we don't know. We'll see. So, Nice to Meet Ya is Niall's new single. It was released on October 4th on a Thursday night. And it was written by Tobias Gesso Jr., Niall Horan, and Ruth Ann Cunningham. And it was produced by Julian Bonetta. Um, and a, a couple of the lyrics were released in um, little Instagram clips along with bits of the music. So we had a couple of teaser clips. I think there was two or three. Um, and then we got actually all the lyrics released on September 30th uh, as a challenge. So Niall put out this video and he said he's challenging us, the fans, to take the lyrics of the song and come up with our own version of what we think it might sound like. Um, so I thought that was such a fun idea. I didn't want to get yeah, spoiled. Yeah, so cute. Yeah. I didn't want to get spoiled on um, on the lyrics, so I didn't actually read them or listen to the clips before the song came out. Same. But I did listen to a few of them after, a few of like the, the fan submissions. Uh, and I just think that's like such a fun idea and so creative. Um, so did you listen to any of these teaser clips before the song came out, Caitlin? Um, I think I heard like a snippet of one of them before I got, I was able to shut it off cause I didn't want any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went back and listened to some of the fan versions too. Like I didn't, I didn't read the lyrics that he put out, um, when he did put out lyrics, uh-huh. but I've gone back since and listened to the fan versions and it's all so cool. Like it's amazing how different a song song can seem when you change the music and the style of it like it just Uh completely changes the song um so i thought that was such a cool idea that he had yeah definitely um i think it was it was funny because he post he um he did an interview where he said that they thought when they did this challenge that they would get like a lot of funny submissions and it was Mm -hmm. kind of be like just a silly thing to do and that they didn't think about the fact that they would get actual good submissions yeah which I find funny because I'm like of course you're going to get good submissions like yeah a lot of your fans are are art like musical artists themselves yeah um and he said some of them were really scary because they sounded so close to the actual song and he was like oh she's heard it (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny yeah um yeah there was a couple in particular that sounded so similar to the song but he had released a couple of teaser clips so like if you're right. someone who actually is a musician and like you understand music you could hear those teaser clips and like know what the chords are and then right. and hear that humming and kind of like you know would it be too hard I think to make it sound like how the song sounds because you have right. a bunch of the pieces you know I need to go back and listen to more of them because I just listened to the ones that Nia like responded to Mm -hmm. but i'm sure there were so many other ones too yeah i know there's so many of them um yeah so this is just like such a cool and fun idea i loved it i hope that he does more stuff like this and i would love to see like other artists do stuff like this yeah i wish i could like be in the hype of it as it happens but like the amount of spoilers you get by reading the lyrics is just too much i know (laughs) it's so it's cool to still go back yeah definitely so um, about this song, Niall said that um, basically they were just like in the studio and kind of nothing was happening. And he started playing the riff on the electric guitar and um, all of his band who he was with kind of started singing together 
um, he said like gang style vocals, um, just kind of came <laughs> what up with this. What does that mean? I don't know. He, I think it means like like a bunch of people singing together, not in harmony, okay. just like singing the same. I don't know, like a, like group singing or something. I don't know. It's uh-huh. weird, a weird phrasing, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but they wrote it in February, so it's been like done since then. Wow, just so wild. Um, That's so long ago. Yeah. This could have been the song of the summer, damn it. <laughs> it would have been such a good song for summer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it wasn't released sooner. That's um, dumb of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very unexpected sound from him. Um, so what are what are your for, what were your first impressions of the song when you heard it? Um, well, I didn't listen to the night it came listen to it the night it came out because like I went to bed (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I just go to bed so early these days and especially with the new song release you want to be like in the right frame of mind yeah um so I woke up the next morning and listened to it for the first time when I got in my car and started driving and just immediately like smile on my face so excited um was obsessed with it like from the get-go one of those songs just like immediately that you like and you know you're gonna like um there were so many parts that I was surprised by I mean his vocals the the focus on instruments like in the song yeah um just so many amazing parts to it that I was so excited about and like seeing the development from his first album and even his first like single this town um yeah to this one from this era is just such a difference uh and I am really obsessed with it yeah I think I just was like okay I think I'm gonna love this album so much Mm -hmm. yeah I was very happy what what about you um I can't remember exactly when I listened to this song so I've now my brain has gotten confused because we had kill my mind come out we had this song come out we had lights up so like I can't remember. And, and Liam's song. Don't forget that And one. Stack It Up. So I can't remember which songs I listened to at what points. Um, yeah, it's so confusing. I can't remember. I think I listened <laughs> to Niall's song the next day. No, no, I think I stayed up, actually. I think I stayed up. Go I don't check remember. our texts. Yeah, I could find out if I looked through my phone. But um, I definitely loved it immediately. Um it did take me a little bit to get fully into it. Um, so Interesting. Yeah. So I love the intro. This is very typical of me. I'm someone who, like, I really enjoy the, um, like, the intros of songs because I mm-hmm. love that kind of stripped back, like, acoustic stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. the intro of this song is just piano and then his voice doing the, like, humming. And so I love mm-hmm. that so much. And then, like, it changes um, to, like, a very different sound. Um, and it has kind of this sound that's, like, it's almost a bit jazzy. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was first listening to it, um, I was like, okay. And it, like, took me a couple listens to, like, fully, um, mm-hmm. like, get into it. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I didn't love it right away, but I was a little bit, like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. The first couple times I heard it and then – it like I got over the initial like unexpectedness and really liked it <laughs> yeah yeah that's so interesting because for me it was like the opposite like immediately knew it mm-hmm. loved it I knew like, you would love it right away when I heard it I was like Caitlin loves this song 
why i don't know i think it's just like the sound you like songs that are kind of that have that kind of like funky sound to them yeah i do (laughs) Um, which i do too but i think it like can take me a minute to get into them um yeah as we'll talk about tomorrow the same thing actually happened to lights up for me it did take me a couple listens to fully get into it Um, yeah i think for me for lights up it took me a couple too okay interesting yeah 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 i think oh i want to talk about it we won't we won't (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't have even brought it up (laughs) i have so much to say um yeah so in niles uh interviews he's done about this song he said um he said a couple times about how um he's been very experimental on this album um particularly this song i think you can really hear that and he's kind of talking about how like there's so much music out there these days and so to sound different and to kind of stand out he said you just got to try stuff <laughs> which i love yeah. Um, yeah and i think you can really see that in this song that he was just like trying out different different concepts and like different sounds and it works so mm-hmm. well and it and it does sound so different from like everything else out there i think he really yeah. accomplished that on slow hands and i think he wants to kind of continue to do that which I'm like all for yeah I agree I think he like getting out of his comfort zone because I think when he thought like I'm gonna be a solo artist he was very like oh I'm I'm like the acoustic singer songwriter like early Ed Sheeran type and he's been shown through slow hands that he's not just like a one-trick pony like Mm -hmm. you know he can do a lot of genres and be successful and I'm hoping we really see that on this album yeah yeah I think it's so nice for us as fans to have to have that because I think a lot of artists like do tend to want to play it safe um Mm -hmm. and not kind of do those that really experimental stuff because it's like it might not um it might not get radio play. It might not like work for like the general public um, mm-hmm. if it doesn't sound like other stuff on the radio. But I love Niall's attitude of like we're just gonna have fun with it and just try different stuff yeah. and just like play around yeah. and like mess around. I think it's so it's so good. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, I'm really excited. Yeah. Another thing he said about this song, uh, he actually said across the whole record that he was kind of getting into character for the songs. Um, again, because he kind of wants to like create a different sound and not just like sound like, um, have every song kind of sound the same. And he said getting into mm-hmm. character is kind of part of that. Uh, even like mm-hmm. the content of the songs, like this song, he kind of said it's like about a specific story, but it's like very exaggerated. And he said, um, yeah. he, he had to be told to tone down his Elvisness for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine that. I bet he was like right. putting on the accent or like uh-huh. very Elvis vocal. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, he said like <laughs> when you get into the booth, like you you put the headphones on, you close your eyes and it just like happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Character so just funny. comes out. Wow. Yeah. I could see it. So let's get into the lyrics. Um and we can talk about the music sort of as we go. So um, this song is actually structured very interestingly. It doesn't have the typical uh, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, bridge. It has just a really interesting structure. So it has verses and then it has like, um, it has like a kind of like chorus and um, on Genius it was labeled as a refrain. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a it's kind of like a double chorus almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you think of like the general structure of this song? Um, I really honestly didn't even notice. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. <laughs> I noticed on Harry's song the structure was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that I noticed. I think on both the songs, not that we're supposed to be talking about Harry's now, is that I couldn't pinpoint what the chorus was. Yeah. Like, when you can't pinpoint what the chorus is, that's when you know things are sounding different. Like, and I remember, like, I listened to this song all the way to work, like, a 40-minute drive on repeat. Yeah. And I, at the end, I was like, okay, what is the actual chorus? You know, right. like I was confused. Um, and then you have to like look it up. So I think that's what I mostly noticed. And like, mm-hmm. I was a bit confused over. Yeah. It. Yeah. The chorus, it's like kind of two separate parts that kind of make up the chorus, but you can't really pinpoint which one is supposed to be the actual chorus because they're right. both kind of repeated throughout the song. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of parts to it and they're kind of all mixed together in a really cool way. And it's. And it's not just the structure, it's also, like, the instruments of the song also do a very similar thing. Like, they are all, like, mixed together and, like, come in and go out at different points of the song. Yeah. It makes it really interesting to listen to. Yeah, I totally agree. So, the first verse... I feel like that is just one of the examples. Sorry. I I think about things too late and then end up interrupting (laughs) you. Um, (laughs) I think that's just, like, one example of how he's really going out of the box with this song. Like breaking up the sort of traditional uh sense of um like structure in the song and there's like so many other examples where he's like like you said earlier being experimental yeah definitely so let's start with the title nice to meet yeah um such a great title caitlin what are your thoughts on the title of this song um i thought i didn't have anything to say but just in this one second i thought of something um, i think as a way to stop start off a second era having nice to meet you is a very good thing because it's like a greeting to the fans and greeting to the era yes. um and he's like sort of we're meeting like nh2 um wow it's just starting things off well and he's like kind of introducing us in a way to his next era of music and yeah, it really starts off with a bang, and and it's like a, a phrase that's repeated a lot throughout the, um, throughout the song, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that it's not nice to meet you; it's nice to meet ya. There's already uh-huh. sort of a relaxed like feel to the song, uh, which I like. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good take. Um, I love that. It's like the introduction to this era, um, mm-hmm. and I think this is like very um i think this song definitely um oh god i can't think of what? words sometimes it just frustrates <laughs> me because i don't want to like <laughs> sound like a smart like <laughs> show host and i'm just like uh uh, uh. <laughs> hey we're not claiming to be smart <laughs> No. We are not claiming to be a professional radio show. If you want to hear smart people talk about music, listen to Switched on Pop. If you want to oh hear God, two yes. bumbling idiots, that's what we are. We just need to change the title of the podcast to Bumbling Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I guess what I'm trying to say is like I think it's very reflective of this album, like this song. Yeah. I don't think this song is going to be an outlier on the album. I think this is going to be. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. I really hope not. Well, he's talked about how like with he slow wants hands, to just... it was an outlier. It was like That's very true. much an outlier, and that was sad for me. But yeah, but but he's talked about yeah. how he wants to just write fun pop songs. Yeah. Like good solid fun. Do pop it, Niall. Do it. Live your dream. Yeah. I also love the kind of um, like retro vibe of this title. And Niall kind of does this a lot. Like um, when he ha- when he used to write those newsletters and call us uh, lovers, his fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like <laughs> using that word and like the way he says, nice to meet ya, that's not you. It kind of like mm-hmm. is something that you feel like you might hear someone say in like the 80s. Yeah. Um, like just the the kind of words he chooses have this kind of like yeah. old school vibe to them, like in a good way. Yeah, definitely, kind of something classic. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's and it's new. It's different because it's it feels new because like no one else is kind of doing the same thing right now. At least exactly. no one else in like the kind of mainstream music world. I'm sure there are plenty of people, you know, doing this kind of stuff. But um, for someone who has the reach that Niall does um he's definitely doing doing his own thing right now um so the song starts with um some piano chords um like rhythmic piano chords and uh Niall humming and I love this intro so much uh, we definitely got this intro as one of the teaser clips. So this was the first thing I heard of the song, and I was like immediately drawn in. Mm-hmm. The chords of the piano that are playing underneath um, are uh, E, E minor seven, C, and A. It's just four chords, and those repeat. Oh wow! Look through, at you showing I know, off, bringing out the music theory. <laughs> 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 so these four chords repeat throughout the whole song, underneath the whole song. Um, the piano repeats it and then the guitar does the exact same chords um, I wanted to learn how to play this song because I loved it so much so I like looked up the chords and that's how I know them um, mm. I didn't just know them by ear <laughs> unfortunately oh, okay that makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> yeah <laughs> although I did know one of them by ear because um, it starts with the E major chord which is maybe my favorite chord like of all uh. of them it's just like, mm-hmm. it's this chord, it, it, it's like a funky chord. It feels like, I don't know, full of flavor. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like a very common chord, but I just love yeah. it so much. It's kind of like bluesy. Yeah, cool. so I just really love love the music of this song a lot. Um, and then when we get to the first verse, do you want to read that? Um, sure. I wanted to talk about the music a little bit. Oh yeah, too. sorry. I just I just breezed right on by that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, well, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I did say very good intro, piano and humming. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like as the verse comes into, there's clapping as well. Yeah. Which um, switched on pop, the music podcast I mentioned earlier talked about like things like clapping and whistling being mm. in a lot of songs these days and how. It's like pop, how to make a pop song 101 kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it just makes it very catchy. Uh, I just feel like the beat is just so jumpy and yeah. like fun, and it just like starts off like really sucks you in right mm-hmm. away from like those that piano and humming. Yeah. Um, and then also when the bass comes in later for a couple lines, mm-hmm. it like gives it a like an even dirtier feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, so cool. I like the way you talk I like the things you wear I want your number tattooed on my arm in ink I swear Cause when the morning comes I know you won't be there Every time I turn around you disappear Um, and just to his his voice in general it sounds so much more alive than i think we've seen on his last album yeah um like it doesn't sound as uh produced which i really appreciate mm-hmm. um yeah it's not like as live as like from the dining table where that sounds like you can hear every little bit of instrument but mm-hmm. um more so than some of what we've seen on niall's previous album so i'm hoping that sort of production carries through on his whole album yeah definitely that was one of the complaints that not complaints but you know critiques that a lot of people had was that on Flickr it was so over or so heavily produced um they did Mm -hmm. that on purpose they wanted to kind of sound perfect but I think as a fan base we definitely prefer it to sound more imperfect (laughs) yeah Um, agreed yeah so that definitely his vocals are, are really really nice on this song and you can definitely hear that kind of character he was talking about come through in the way he sings and like yeah how he kind of uses his voice so you want to read the first verse sure i like the way you talk i like the things you wear i want your number tattooed on my arm in ink i swear because when the morning comes i know you won't be there every time i turn around you disappear (laughs) <laughs> it was hard to read that without going I was wondering if you were going to do that <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> um, yeah so as Caitlin said there's kind of the first part of this verse there's just claps so all you can hear is like the piano and then the claps and then the second part of the verse the bass comes in um, and then when he says every time I turn around the piano fades out but in this kind of electronic way it, it sounds like it's being like sucked out if that makes mm-hmm. any sense yeah i called it like a twirly sound throughout mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah twirly is such a good descriptor um it like yeah it kind of like goes like <laughs> like stops yeah and then when he says you disappear all the music stops and then like the full band comes in with like the full drums and like there's like a shaker and like electric guitar going um so when he says disappear it's like the music is disappearing oh my god yes it's a uh, text painting as switched on yeah i say yeah exactly That's so true yeah when the morning comes i know you won't be there every time i turn around you disappear Yeah, so what are your thoughts on these verses or this verse? I don't know if it's one or two verses. 
Who knows? Um, I think it's really good. I think it's uh, the music fits the lyrics well. Very sexy lyrics. Um, it seems like it's about someone he's sleeping with who leaves before he wakes up the next morning and it happens a lot Mm -hmm. um but he's kind of like a bit obsessive like he wants like her number on his arm in ink despite not having any tattoos yeah (laughs) i mean being very against them now he's like i want your number on my arm in ink like that way i won't ever lose it like and i'll have it permanently with me yeah um yeah i i don't know how i think about like i I like the things you wear, um, rhyming with on my arm in ink, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- <laughs> it's like a little bit like, eh, okay. Um, but it also, on the other hand, adds to that sort of casual feel of the song. So mm. I think I accept it. Okay. Um, like it's a little too obvious. Of throwing... a right. Like it's like he didn't know what to put there. So he put, right. I swear. Yeah. Like it's like one of those rhymes that isn't like necessary. Um, right. But whatever. I think it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I like these verses a lot. I really like the flow of the, f- of the first part. Um, I like the way you talk. I like the things you wear. I want your number tattooed on my arm in ink, I swear. It does have, mm-hmm. like, that kind of obvious, like, rhyme and, and the way it sounds. But I just think it works really well for the song. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to kind of sing. Um. Yeah, it feels like he's jamming so many, like, syllables into, like, Mm -hmm. one thing. Like, I want your number tattooed on my arm in ink, I swear. Like, it feels like it's too many, but it somehow works. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, and then the second part, uh, because when the morning comes and you won't be there, every time you turn around, you disappear. Um, It reminds me of um, this song and video. It has a lot of parallels to Liam's um, Polaroid. Cause it's kind of got a similar um, concept except for Polaroid. It's more about like a romance. It's less about mm. like sex and more about like they're in love. Um, but it's yeah. the same concept of like these people like meet um, at like a party and then they like don't get each other's numbers and then they like pass each other like multiple times, but don't end up connecting. Mm-hmm. And then they like finally connect at the end. Um, so it definitely reminded me of that, but obviously in like a different context um yeah so yeah i wish i could contribute more but i honestly don't know polaroid that much i know that's okay (laughs) (laughs) mostly it's like because i really love that well i love that song but i also really love that music video so i've like watched it a few times Mm -hmm. um so as i was like watching the music video for this song i just immediately thought of that one um Mm because it's very similar um and then i also i think the one of the things that made it um, not hard for me to get into, but um, maybe took me a little bit longer to get into is because of, I think, the way the drums sound. So mm. um, the drums that kind of come in at the end of this verse, they're, um, they're very, like, they're, like, a little, um, like, scratchy. Um, so they use, they're using, like, the brushes a lot, like, that kind of, like, sweeping sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the drums are kind of, like, more, like, clicky or, like, sharp drums as opposed to like more like round or like bass heavy drums um Mm -hmm. so I don't know enough about drums to like be able to identify like exactly what they're doing (laughs) but it sounds like they're using like the like snare drum a lot which is like that that more like 
kind of clicky, um, like less bass heavy drum. And it kind mm-hmm. of like that sound is like, te- is like typically not my favorite. I like definitely favor the more like rounder, like bass sounding drums. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that was part of why, like when I was first hearing it, I was like, okay. And then it like took me a little minute to get past that. Um, but now yeah. I really like it and I think it works really well. Um, yeah. But it's just very different. It's interesting how like certain noises are pleasing to people's ears. Yeah. And like how that can affect how you interpret or like a song. It's so interesting. Like just different sounds. Mm-hmm. It really makes you think about like um, nature versus nurture. Like why do we yeah, like the music so we much. like? <laughs> because yeah, I was so in the car the other day and I was listening. Um, so I have this Bluetooth in my car and it's a fairly new car so I'm like not used to it and it'll just start playing like my iTunes um when mm-hmm. I get in and so it like plays songs that I've purchased over like the past I don't know 15 years or something oh, um, wow. and this song came on I think it was a Joss Stone song and it was like this very bluesy like soul song and I remember the first time listening to that song just being like oh my god like what is this mm-hmm. like I love this sound um, yeah. And it's so interesting to be like, I was so young then. So like, is it because right. of what I heard growing up that made me love that? Or was it like just right. my own my own ears that just happened yeah. to love? It's like really interesting to think about. Yeah, so interesting. And then you think about like music in general, why putting certain sounds together mm-hmm. just sort of generally most people like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, why is, like, this chord pleasing to the ear, but then if you press these notes, it sounds like this type of thing. Right. And... Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. Do you have anything else for the verses? Mm, no, just, like, I know you talked about it earlier. It goes into that, like, guitar bit, which sounds yes. so cool. There's, like, a little interlude. Um, and there's a lot of musical little interludes in this song, which I like. Yeah, it has that electric yeah. guitar, like, when the full band kind of comes in after you disappear, mm-hmm. it's got that like yeah. electric guitar thing. That's yeah, really good. I really liked that. Yeah. So then we get to um, the second verse. Um, so that's why, like this, the structure of the song is so weird because we kind of have like the first <laughs> verse and then the second verse before we get to the chorus. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the second verse is. I want to blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm going to take you somewhere warm, you know, j'adore la mer. Because when the morning comes, I know you won't be there. Every time I turn around, you disappear. So we've got a little French in this verse. Yeah. <laughs> um, to add to that sexiness. Yeah. So j'adore la mer is I love the sea. Um, I don't speak French. I just know that because I saw other people telling me what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that out. I knew j'adore meant love. Yeah. And then la mer is like similar to Spanish, so I knew that one. Yeah. And context clues help me there. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think of this verse? I guess the second half is the same as the, the first. The first second half. The, the second half of the first verse. <laughs> 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 yes. I'll, I have a note of music cuts out to just piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which I like the fluctuation of the instruments coming in and out. I think it makes it more interesting. Yes. It's not just like every verse is the same musically. Every chorus is the same musically. There's a lot of switch up, which 
Um, I like I, Harry does it a lot in his music and I'm glad to see Niall like using that technique in his now where uh-huh. where if you like a song comes on at any point you can kind of figure out where it is in the song based on the differences in the chorus or based on the yeah. differences in the verses um so I liked that yeah I thought the French was fun throwing it in mm-hmm. um for the actual lyrics um I think he's saying like he wants to take her home but there's like the double entendre of just come with me mm. where it's like physically like walk with me but also like sex oh um, <laughs> yeah i did not pick up on that <laughs> yeah like i want to blow your mind oh, just yeah, come yeah, with yeah. me uh-huh. um but then i don't know it's probably not as purposeful <laughs> as yeah. sometimes they are because he's like <laughs> i want to take you somewhere warm I love the sea, but like I love the sea. Yeah. Like also some water wet, like warm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we will always find it if there's sexual in those. We yeah. will always find this it. This whole verse is like yeah. very sexual. If you look at it, yeah. If you like start to look at it. Also, like you yeah. can tell the way he says like j'adore la mer. <laughs> like, he says it. Like, yeah, very- exactly. <laughs> Who says he's not talking about oral? Not me. I think it could be. <laughs> yeah. uh. I wanna blow your mind. Just come with me, I swear. I'm gonna take you somewhere warm. You know, j'adore la mer. Cause when the morning comes, I know you won't be there. Every time I turn around, you disappear. So, yeah, I like it. Um, but, and kind of like, we said earlier um like this person's disappearing but it's not like he's super sad about it like Mm -hmm. this isn't a very sad song Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like he wants them to be there but it's more because like i don't know it's not like a sadness i don't feel a sadness even though this person keeps disappearing yeah it's kind of like it's on the chase like it's exciting Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah definitely um do you have anything else for this bit no. So then we move on to um, the chorus, um, I guess. So we have the first <laughs> part, which is um, I got love for you, I got love for you, kind of repeating in like a kind of yelled voice in the background. Um, and then nice to meet you. Um, and then and then he gets into kind of like the what I think is the actual chorus where he says – Nice to meet ya. What's your name? Let me treat ya to a drink. So this is a really yeah, very fun. Confusing. Huh? It's very confusing. <laughs> I know. What, like, how the, it's the chorus. It's, it is it's confusing because it's kind of two separate parts. Yeah. It's not really the same part. It's like the I got yeah. love for you is kind of its own part. And then nice to meet you. What's your name is kind of a separate part. <laughs> yeah. And it's so short compared to like some of the other ones. It is. Yeah. I feel like in the when he's saying I got love for you, you can you can extra hear the kind of character in those specific lines. Yes. 
Yeah. It almost doesn't sound and, like And him. those are confirmed lyrics, I Got Love For You, because I didn't even know it was that until I read it here. Um, Those are confirmed, yeah, because we got the okay. lyrics. Oh, right, him. right. He, he gave them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I heard, like, I Gotta Love You. I heard something else. Yeah. But they are kind of quiet. I can also hear I Got Love For You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think those shouting sort of bits he's like really emoting well with his voice yeah um yeah and it's it sounds live ish even though it's the studio version yeah yeah um Um, i also liked his accent like where how he rhymes um what's your name and let me (laughs) treat you to a drink yeah (laughs) he says drink he makes the a and makes the i and drink into an a sound yeah to rhyme with true. name i like that yeah, yeah it is a really fun song to sing along to yeah that's all i really have for this part okay so then we get to um more of the song i'm gonna stop trying to identify what part we're on <laughs> <laughs> um he says i like the way you talk i like the things you wear i want your number tattooed on my arm in ink i swear because when the morning comes, I know you won't be there. Every time I turn around, you disappear. So this is the same as the first. The only difference, though, except is, for disappear. Yeah, when he <laughs> says disappear, he does seven. It's like disappear. <laughs> it's very long. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to like get both of those right like the first two and then this one yeah you, you like try to sing the wrong one at the wrong time <laughs> right or like you do an extra like it eh, yeah. and you're like damn it yeah one too short um yeah so on this um part when they when he starts singing it's just the bass and the claps um in the beginning yeah. and then kind of the music builds again and there's also some added um little bits like yeah exactly that noise (laughs) (laughs) it's like someone taking a sip of the drink yep exactly yeah so those are kind of sprinkled in later in the song too i like the way you talk i like the things you wear i want your number tattooed on my arm in ink i swear because when the morning comes i know you won't be there but every time I turn around, you Um, and yeah, they kind of just. I felt like. Oh, you go ahead. What? My I was mine was gonna be different. <laughs> oh, um, they kind of start to add more and more little sounds like that. Um throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the song yeah again like playing it up and like experimenting with weird sounds and like yeah not making it perfect mm-hmm. um i i think the bass being so central here really puts in like a groovy vibe to it at this part especially mm-hmm. i liked it a lot yeah me too um and then after that we have the i got love for you i got love for you nice to meet you i got love for you i got love for you um bit again um and then we have uh the bridge part of the song 
I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this part is like distinctly different from the rest. So yes. it, it is the bridge, but it's, yes. it's two kind of, it's kind of two bridges. Um, do you want to read the first one? Sure. Um, one minute you're there, the next one you're gone, been waiting for you all night. So come on. And then is, do I keep going? Yeah, you can read the second part too. You know what I need. You know what I want. You know what I need now. You know what I need now. So this part. That's it, yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So again with the like odd structure, obviously this is like one, one verse, but it's kind of like two separate parts because the you know what I need, you know what I want um, sounds like kind of a different part from the first, the first one. Mm Um. And in the, the first part of this bridge, the one minute you're there, um, it has a really interesting sound. So it's just bass and drums, and there's, like, no guitar and no piano, um, which is very unusual, I feel like, in this kind of song. And then they also mm-hmm. do those, like, ah, noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and even the melody is, like, kind of odd. It kind of goes in a weird, in a weird way. Yeah, when I heard it, I was just like, oh my god, this is leveling up the song for me. Yeah. Um, I felt like it had a psychedelic feel. Yeah. Immediately it reminded me of the Beatles. Uh-huh. Um, it's very, like, spinny and topsy-turvy, especially the first part. Like, uh, just, like, he, he does, like, a lot of, uh, like, uh-huh. with his voice. Like, <laughs> that was a really bad demonstration, but, like... I don't know. It. I don't know. I really liked it. I hope like you can hear a lot of harmonies when it does it live, mm-hmm. um, which we haven't gotten this live, have we? We have gotten a few live clips, actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, where was it from? Um, on various radio shows. So there's clips on YouTube. He did it live. Mm-hmm. Dang. A couple of times. I didn't even see. Very acoustically, though. I mean, he has. Okay. He had. Um, I think there was two performances where it was just him and his guitar. And then he had one with his full band, but it was kind of like more of acoustic full band. How do I not see these things? It's because too many things are happening at once. So like by the time you like log on to the internet, like there's already new stuff. So you like miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm not following the right accounts. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Dang. Sad. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go look for those live (laughs) versions. Like I I just really love this bridge. So yeah, Um, it's really fun. Yeah. And the second part of the bridge, when he says, you know what I want, it almost sounds like, so the piano comes back, um, and then it almost sounds like there might be some strings in there. Did you hear that? I wasn't paying attention to it, but there probably could be. Yeah, it's the only part of the song where you can hear it, but it does have this the sound that could be could be strings. I guess it could be, like, keyboard, too, but it definitely sounded mm-hmm. like some kind of, like, violin or something to me. Um, but, yeah, I really like this part. And then um, after the bridge, he goes back to the humming. Mm -hmm. Um, He has kind of like a humming interlude, which I love. And then Mm -hmm. the piano 
there's like just like a bunch of sound stuff happening so he's like humming and the claps again yeah the claps the piano kind of does like a like a wow wow sound um mm-hmm. and then there's kind of vocals saying like the beginning of nice and like nice to meet yeah kind of like repeated um it yeah it's definitely definitely a lot of interesting stuff going on um, and like the lead out of this musical intro, it re- reminded me of something, but I couldn't place it. Something like a, on a Disney show or something, <laughs> maybe like during the transition sequences or something. Yeah. It was just a sound like where it sort of twirls out into the song again. And I was like, what is that? Like, <laughs> or whatever yeah. it was. I was, I couldn't place it, but it sounded familiar. Yeah. I think it's, it's probably just like a common like music thing to do like to have mm-hmm. that kind of like around like piano and then have it kind of yeah. like sucked out and then like the drums yeah have it come back in with the drums mm-hmm. that's probably just like a common thing to do mm-hmm. um and then we end with a chorus which is nice to meet you what's your name let me treat you to a drink nice to meet you where you been um let me treat you to a drink. And then in the background, we have the I got love for you repeated. Um, There's a lot of like overlap of different parts here, which I like. Yes. Yeah. It, it feels like overlap. high intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it ends. He says, nice to meet you. And then the piano kind of fades out at the end in that like kind of like sucked out way. It, it, mm-hmm. It's like also sounds similar to like a like a rewind sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, when he does the music video, which we'll talk about um, in a minute, it, like, matches that very well because they do, like, a really brief rewind in the video, which mm-hmm. I think kind of parallels the, the sound of that piano. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the song. It's such a good song. It's so fun. It's so different and interesting. Um, do you have any wrap-up thoughts? Um, my biggest question for you uh-huh. is, is this Slow Hands 2.0? We kept saying we want Slow Hands 2.0. Will his next song uh-huh. be it? Yada, yada, yada. Do you think this is Slow Hands 2.0? Well, uh in one of the the clips that you don't want to listen to, I have the answer to your question. <laughs> oh no! Do you want? To I know? kind of feel like okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're gonna say one of them sounds like Slow Hands 2.0, um, but not knowing those clips, I feel like this one could be a Slow Hands 2.0. It's very different, but uh-huh. I think it has that same like sexy feel, that sing along feel, mm-hmm. um, like great instruments could hear it on radio got the clapping Mm -hmm. like i feel like there's a lot of things that are 
ingredients in slow hands that show up in this song it's not the same like musically Mm -hmm. but i think like spiritually it is yes but i guess there's a song that sounds more like slow hands somewhere else well i haven't heard a clip of the other song it was just something he said about it oh okay um oh he said it mm -hmm. okay what's his quote don't read me any lyrics (laughs) he said um (laughs) there's another song on the album it's one of the titles we've we've gotten um it's Uh similar same lines as nice to meet you as far as the meaning um and he said it's similar to slow hands with big riff big drums and heavy bass line interesting Mm -hmm. okay so i just maybe the whole album will be slow hands (sighs) 2.0 like if i feel like the ingredients (laughs) are in this song and he thinks the ingredients are in that song like Mm -hmm. we're gonna get a killer album here yeah i think this song has like a lot of similarities especially as you said spiritually but i do i am excited that we're gonna get another song that is niles version of slow hands 2.0 because i think what Mm -hmm. this song is not lacking but but you know slow hands has a very loud um as niles said kind of heavy bass sound um that this song doesn't have like this song is a lot more like jazzy and funky um, yeah. And while, like, content-wise, I think it's very similar, it doesn't have that, like, same, like, loud um, right. groove that, like, Slow Hands has. Like, Slow Hands is such, like, a groovy yeah. song. Um, Maybe Lights Up is Slow Hands 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Even Lights Up isn't, it doesn't have the same, like, loud groove, though. Slow hands. Not the same. Only Niall can do a slow hands 2.0. It's true. <laughs> I'll wait for it. <laughs> yeah. But that's like even more exciting because that means like we have this fun song and we're getting like another fun song. Yeah. Um, it's good to like know that we've got more good ones coming and this is not just like, you know, out of left field. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so getting into the music video um what were your um initial thoughts watching this music video um i think i had a couple big thoughts the first one was that i loved the fashion throughout um just his styling everything was really cool um the uh sort of special effects throughout the music video were fun Mm -hmm. i mean kind of cheesy but like i don't mind that like it was fun and interesting Mm -hmm. the thing i didn't like about the music video was the sort of love story i thought it was really generic they picked like the blonde white skinny model-esque girl which always seems to be the case i'm just like can you not mix it up it's so lazy it's so lazy and so boring and it like just every time I see that I just it just makes me like sad because it's like you didn't think about this like aren't you trying to you know make a point this is like your art can you make a point that's other something other than this and it and it just makes me go like oh he's not where I am like you know it's also frustrating because it's like we know the people that Niall has like been involved with and like dated and like they don't really look like that either no (laughs) so I just that's just kind of annoying like you have to be purposeful yeah in order to like be activist like you have Mm -hmm. to be purposeful you have to do things with intention you can't just be like la-di-da I won't pay attention whoever they're hiring like you have to go out of your way to make like 
be intentional yeah um so that like really bummed me out yeah it reminds me of it reminds me of when um when the night changes music video came out there was like some controversy around it because um they use like a hand of like the girl who's in the video Mm -hmm. and it was like a white hand (laughs) and like a lot of the fans were like couldn't you have like been a little bit more creative and like figured out a way to like make that more i don't know ambiguous because like they have such a huge like literally global fan base um their fans aren't all white and like the idea of the video is to kind of like be like a fan you know or like you're you're watching that video and imagining like you're in in those scenes right um and it just was very like um as you said uh, like like not intentional like or it was intentional but like they weren't they obviously weren't thinking that right. thoroughly about it and then when they no. got confronted about it ben winston was like so obnoxious about it he was like yeah i don't remember it's his just response. a music video yeah <laughs> yeah it is it's a huge music video that so many people are gonna see yeah. like imagine if you had done something different what an impact it could have right and like i hate that the sort of like the baseline the go-to is like white skinny girl yeah. as if like that's what's normal and to be abnormal you have to pick like someone else right but like why why is the baseline the same girl yeah like well it's, it's just so boring it's also so annoying because like all the boys well not all of them but most of them have used this like almost i'm like i'm like is this the same girl in all of your videos like i know zane for um for what was it which one was it that he did was it it's you he I had don't some know. like some like skinny blonde model. Um, Louis in Kill My Mind. Some Oh yeah, yeah. Blonde white girl. And then this one, the same. I'm like, it's is like, this all the same girl? So so <laughs> annoying. It is I just so hate annoying. everything about it. Yeah. Thank God Harry's Harry's come. They also use like the they use Harry's a lot of uh, um, references, not a lot, but they definitely were referencing Victoria's Secret, like fashion show because this girl is like definitely a Victoria's Secret model type yes. look and body yeah. and there's the one scene where she's like stuff. wearing angels wings so like yeah. they're obviously trying to reference that and I just find that I find Victoria's Secret and the Victoria's Secret fashion show like so incredibly problematic so and it's canceled this year I think like they're not doing it really I think because oh, wow. like people had so many issues with it good I want to say so yeah that's what I heard awful. at least yeah I'm not really up on my Victoria's Secret news <laughs> But that's what's been floating around. Well, I saw someone in the comments of this video saying, like, oh, my God, this song would be the best song to play at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I was like, no, we already had Harry involved in this. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just such a bummer. It is. It's just a real bummer. Especially because her part was not even that big. Like, Mm -hmm. it was not – she was there, like – twice yeah but like and the whole rest of the video personally i loved i thought it was so fun yeah Um, the rest of it was so cool yeah um do you want to say your other thoughts um i don't really know if i have okay cool (laughs) i feel like i stopped you on the on that one and then no that was my last comment (laughs) yeah um i really like the the rain scene i saw a couple people kind of say like wow it's like a little cheesy but i loved it i thought it was really cool yeah (laughs) 
it's like more interesting to do fun stuff with your music video. yeah and the way he did it like he was walking along in the sunshine and then he like puts his sunglasses on and was like slow-mo walking in the rain i thought it was so good yeah he had the um spirit of elvis in him yeah and then um so cool another really fun part of this video is that he hid easter eggs all throughout the video about his future his upcoming album um so caitlin doesn't want to hear this part so (laughs) you know what whatever screw it are you sure i'm i'm looking at the damn thing now anyway okay (laughs) go for it so i was gonna i was gonna step out for a minute while she talked about this (laughs) so um in the music video the first clue we get is um a cab drives by it's the cab that the girl gets into and on the top of the cab it says small talk and it has a phone number um it actually says embrace the small talk um and if you call that phone number, you get a Niall voice message, which is so fun. So um, Niall kind of answers the phone and he's like, hello. <laughs> it sounds like a real phone <laughs> call. Um, some of the other boys have done similar stuff to this. I think My- Niall's maybe done this before, too. Um, but this is like one of my favorite things that they do. Um, so he answers the phone and he talks a little bit about... Um, Small Talk, which is one of the songs on his upcoming album. And it is the one that he says is similar to Slow Hands. Um, And he says it's about quitting the small talk and getting back to each other's houses. And uh, yeah, that's where that's going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nio, you dog. Yeah. And then he plays a little clip of it. um, And it's kind of like, it's a really um, distorted quality because it actually sounds like he's just playing it into a phone speaker, um, which I think is fun because it still <laughs> keeps a lot of mystery about what the song really sounds like. Yeah. Because you don't hear it clear like you hear it in this kind of distorted way. But yeah. it does sound so good. Um, oh, my God. I never called the number. Well, now that, I'm, now that you're getting spoiled, you should call it. It's still available. I just called it last night. Okay. Should I read these lyrics or do you not want to hear them? Sure, just read them. <laughs> we probably won't get this for like five months, so yeah, it'll be okay. So the oh, I'm look. I'm watching the music video right now to see if I can catch any of the spoilers, and I've seen another one. Oh, I don't fun. know if this is it, but it looks like it is. I'm sure it is. Because <laughs> okay, sorry. There's a lot of them. So the lyrics of "Small Talk" that we got in the clip we heard are. Um, She's been looking at me all night. I'm terrified. I know why, baby. She's got the wrong reasons. Oh, I see the moon in her eyes. I'm paralyzed. She's not my baby. She's got the wrong reasons. Um, hmm. So the only word that I'm not 100% sure on is reasons, because that one is very quiet. Mm-hmm. But the other words I'm like 100% sure are the right ones. And it kind of has this like 80s, sound to it it kind of has like a synth like heavy synth sound to it um i'm really excited Mm -hmm. to hear this one um and then the second clue we got was a song called still and that was like graffitied onto a wall and it was so quick um so it's really hard to notice unless we're like pausing the video i think um i didn't see that one yeah it's towards the beginning but it's so quick okay oh i see it i see it okay (laughs) interesting 
And then the third one we got is um, Heartbreak Weather, which is also what yeah, I'm I saw that so one. excited for. Just because that... I didn't realize there were all these in here. I just thought there was the one on the cab. Yeah, no, there's four. That's so cool. I know, it's such a fun He's idea. pulling a Taylor Swift on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. So there's like a poster on the wall where he's walking um, that says Heartbreak Weather. It says 2020. Um, and it's like written as like a concert poster. But it's going to... Is that... Do you think that's the name of his album if, he, if it says 2020? Oh... I mean, Heartbreak Weather is an excellent album title. Yeah, and it starts raining at that moment. Not that that implies anything. Oh, yeah. That might be relevant, though, actually. Hmm. And then the last song we get is on a newspaper, and it's um, No Judgment is what the song title is. Oh, that one was quick, the No Judgment. Yeah, very quick. Jeez. Could there be other ones that we've missed? No, those are all of them. Oh. Yeah. Was it confirmed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By so Niall? at the end of the video, um, the girl writes her number on a napkin, and mm-hmm. that is a separate number. So if you call that number, you get a second message from Niall. Um, oh. And he talks about uh, the fact that he hid these kind of Easter eggs in the video, and he says there's four song titles in the video. Um, and like, can you uh, spot them all? <laughs> okay, so it's probably not an album title then, because he would probably want to save that. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I still like "Nice to Meet You" as an album title. Yeah, that would be a great album title. But honestly, also "Heartbreak Weather" or even "Small Talk" would also be great album titles. Yeah, "Small Talk" would be fun. Right? That might be my favorite of them. Yeah small talk um so if if any of you listening want to call the numbers i'm going to recite them for you so the first one for small talk is 323-772-6866 and then the second one is 323-405-9055 um they're both la numbers and they're both like still active so you can call and like listen to those little voice messages which is really fun that is fun yeah that's a smart idea they used to do that in like tv shows and like stuff too yeah where there'd be something that would randomly appear in a tv show and you could call the number like look up the website and Mm -hmm. it would actually be like the show would have put on a website or something Mm -hmm. yeah it's such a fun idea um i definitely remember zane has done this before Mm. Um, and i feel like maybe liam has done it too but but yeah, this is just like such a fun song, such a fun rollout, really creative um, and like so much fan involvement, uh, just like taking it to another yeah. level with the like with the fan involvement, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the song. Do you have any wrap up feelings before we end? Um, it just makes me so excited to hear more. I hope we get another single at least before next year. I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that I don't know um, why he's waiting so long to put the album out after yeah uh like releasing the first single yeah it's just sad to me I know I think it's because they have to still do all the mixing and like mastering and like I think they actually haven't picked the track list yet so he says the album's done meaning like every song has been written and recorded but they haven't narrowed down the track list yet and they haven't done all the like mixing and mastering i don't think Mm -hmm. 
Um, what they should do if they're having trouble narrowing down the track list, <laughs> put out an album with like 15 songs uh-huh. and then, you know, a year later when they're in the middle of tour, put out an EP with the five songs that you wanted to be on the album that didn't fit. Yes. Like there's ways to do it. So you get all your songs out there. There's no need to choose. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the song, the single we're getting next is put a little love on me. Which is going to be the more oh, the yeah. ballad, um, the ballad song? I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. the next one we're getting. So, so we have a lot of songs that we know. We've got like mm-hmm. five or six songs. How many? Um, a lot that we know. We have six songs. Yeah. Well, Dang. six song titles. There's the four that were clues in the video we haven't heard. Although I guess we have heard a tiny clip of small talk, but. Mm-hmm. But it's so distorted and short, it's not enough to, like, spoil the song. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, do you have a recommendation for us this week? My recommendation is to watch Taylor Swift's live performance of Lover on SNL. Mm. She was on a couple weeks ago, last week. Um, and she does like a piano version and it's so pretty and she says like that's how she wrote the song so like that was like the intended way to listen um and it's just really pretty so and also Camila Cabello was on last night so I'm gonna watch that I haven't watched it yet but um yeah there's a lot of awesome performers that are on this fall season and there's some that are unannounced so fingers crossed for Harry or Niall being on if Niall's mm-hmm. album's coming out next year I doubt it'll be him but yeah. Harry could be someone being on it so yeah that would be really fun to see yeah. either of them yeah um my recommendation is a new CW show it's called Nancy Drew um Ooh. and it is very Riverdale-esque uh same mm-hmm. I think same writers um and oh my gosh sorry there's cats fighting outside my house I just that was the weirdest sound I was like have aliens landed um you know when cats are making those like growling noises yeah sorry it really freaked me out it can be terrifying I'm like in my house alone because my roommate's gone and I'm just like oh my god it sounds so crazy anyways um (laughs) Nancy Drew I watched the first episode last night and I really enjoyed it I was going to watch Riverdale because Riverdale's back, but the first episode is sad because um, yeah. Archie's, the character who plays, I mean, the actor who plays Archie's dad died in real life, and so they have his death in the show, and it's kind of like a tribute episode, so I started watching it, and then I just started crying, and I was like, nope, not tonight, so I was yeah. like, I need something else to watch that will give me the the spooky um, teen drama vibes I'm looking for. And Nancy Drew mm-hmm. delivered. Um, That's good. So yeah, it's 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 like the classic, you know, Nancy Drew story, but mm-hmm. she's an adult. Um, and I haven't seen anything for that. I'll have to look at. Yeah, it. it's brand new. Um, but I super enjoyed the first episode. It's a little spooky, but it's more in the mystery sense, which is my favorite kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Um, we would love to hear what you guys think about um, the show, your opinions on anything we discussed today. Please feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you would like to hear us talk about on future episodes and what your thoughts are on Nice to Meet Ya. 
Um, thank you for listening to episode 192 of Talk Direction. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or on Instagram at talkdirection. And you can follow us individually as well. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at C-A-I-T-L-I-N-I-R Foster at, uh, yeah, sorry, I was about to put my email address. (laughs) Just Caitlin I.R. Foster on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find us also on Patreon at patreon.com slash talk direction, where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month. Um, and we do TDDL over there, which is a 30 minute bonus episode. We record at the end of every main episode. And today for TDDL, we're going to be talking about fall. Fall is here and we want to just stew in all of our fall feelings we'll probably do some like Mm Wendy as we're gonna do some like fall playlist stuff so it's just a a fun time over there if you want to join us at patreon.com slash talk direction you can subscribe to this podcast on itunes um, and leave us a review over there if you feel so inclined Um, it does help more people discover the show um, if we have reviews and you can also listen on SoundCloud um, if that's more your thing. And pretty much everywhere you get podcasts, you can find us. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for um, our Lights Up episode, um, episode 193. Woo-woo. Bye. Bye. <laughs>